I was trying to explain Gotham City geography to Alex uh, while how watching did, this, and I was like, I really should just call Ian now. But how like, did that go? She was like, so Gotham is supposed to be like New York, right? And I was like, well, <laughs> well, there's yes alleys, no. so no. And also, technically, it's in New Jersey. No, yeah. sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> and Metropolis. I mean, my favorite part of that is Metropolis being in Delaware. Yes, sometimes. like Delaware having this huge, this Metropolis in it. Then yeah, Superman just being based out of Delaware. Folks, it's as you know, a podcast where we fill in pop culture gaps by watching the first and last episodes of TV shows, and we are here, we being me, Ian Benson, who is sick in Columbus, Ohio. And it's hanging on by a thread right now. Un- incapable of telling time. Uh, existing really beyond time, as always, he does. Stephen Downton. Hey. I'm in West Cork. Experiencing time in probably a relatively, though disorienting, linear fashion. Matt Ciani. <laughs> What's up? And an internal being who was old when the world was new, who time cannot recognize Travis Marmon. Recording on the 4th of July. I'm feeling like Calendar Man out here. And then, okay, we're going to put crickets in post. <laughs> that was for you, Ian. I know. I know it was for... I oh. presented you this gift. <laughs> I presented you this this gift for your favorite villain that probably isn't on this show at any point. I bet you Calendar Man's on this show. <laughs> um, no, you know what? You're right. It looks like he does not appear... In the show. Apparently they couldn't clear... There was something going on with it? I don't know. They said, that shit's fucking stupid. You're not putting it in this show. When they mentioned a a street called Grundy, I was like, well, they're probably not putting Solomon Grundy in the show because they seem to want to stay away from, like, the more mystical figures. And then we looked it up and it's like, no, Solomon Grundy is on this show at some point. Season one of Riverdale. uh, Correct. (laughs) Archie's... Archie's teacher that he fucks. Yeah, uh, they all watched that like murderer who was dumped in a swamp and then revived yep. by uh, mystical forces. And she was born on a Monday. Frankensteinish figure. I mean, yeah. I've gathered together this this group of of rogues with one one specific purpose. We have to talk apparently about the Batman when I thought this show was decidedly not about the Batman. Ah, uh, it isn't. It is yeah. so extremely about Batman. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, I didn't really we only watched two episodes. Like, it's very clear. It's very clear that Batman was happening in the background, and that the foreground is the B plot was always Batman. The A plot was always Jimothy Gordon. The, yeah. the A plot, yeah, seemed to have been James Gordon. The B plot seems to be well. So you remember that, like, the first ten minutes of Batman Begins. Okay, that's everything that's happening in the background in yeah. excruciating detail. This is this is the Phantom Menace. That's what this feels like to me. Right. <laughs> Especially because Catwoman, like, like he definitely has a Padme Anakin relationship with Catwoman. Is no, that who that is? This is very Phantom Menace. Um, uh, who, who, Queen Amidala yeah. is Padme. I think he meant who is Selena Kyle. No. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> 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 you see, Padme Padme pretends to be the handmaiden, but actually, <laughs> but actually, Queen Amidala is. And you know what's funny, Matt? A, you know who, a you body know, double. You know who played the double? Who's that? Kira Knightley. Wow. Lots of people don't know that. 
Keira Knightley wow. played the double for Natalie That's Portman wild. in that movie. You know? I'd say no one knows that. There are dozens of us. <laughs> people definitely know that. <laughs> dozens. Uh, I don't no think people know it, Travis. But it was, it was re- speaking of you know prequels, it was relieving to finally, after all this time, see the death of the Waynes and the Pearls falling. <laughs> oh, we're... <laughs> so Travis has banned so, us from speaking the J word on this episode. Not from speaking... Well, and, I mean, the show doesn't or use the, the T word. We're going uh, to talk about Mr. J. Mr. J later... Maybe when I'm so confused by what happens in that. It's part unclear of it. if he even is the J Man. <laughs> That's some anyway. horse shit. That's some horse shit. There's multiple <laughs> people that could like. So what? it was my pick this week. He played okay. No dog. We'll get into that later. <laughs> we have a while before we need to talk about how the uh, the um, the Jedi kid from Star Wars Fallen Order is maybe or maybe not the Joker. Which is hilarious to view that character not think that guy clearly isn't the Joker. But anyways, uh, it was my pick this week, and I decided it would be fun to talk about superheroes because I feel that we don't talk about them enough. I mean, they won the pop culture war, but everyone on Twitter who likes them and in, in just general like online discourse really wants you to know that they won and you need to bow down and appreciate how great they all are. And I like to have the sensible opinion of, oh, you know, some of it's fun. It's an amusement park ride. And I was, yeah. I have a soft spot in my heart for the character of Batman. Uh, and I thought, why don't yeah, I watch the guys. show uh, where, why don't we watch the show where um, Ryan from the OC is Jim Gordon? Because I also love Ryan from the OC. And I did we not did know how many Ryan of my boys... I did not know how many of my boys were going to be cast in this show. This yeah. show is chock full of Ian's boys. Yeah, the ma- the mayor boys. is by far the most unexpected <laughs> yes, boy. Yeah. <laughs> in both episodes, yeah. we get a double serving of Richard Kind. Yeah, incredible. Okay, so, so if, Richard Kind has the weirdest face I've ever seen. Uh, what? What? Uh, what do I know him from? Uh, he plays various annoying people and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's his like main role. You uh, uh, would know him was, as Larry Gopnik's brother in Cinematic Masterpiece, A Serious Man, if you ever got around to seeing it. Uh, yeah, he's working on his Mentaculus. Uh, he's the recurring character on Scrubs who's the hypochondriac who keeps trying to himself oh, from yeah, the hospital. Yeah. Oh, he is Larry right. David's cousin on Curb. Yep. Uh, he is Bing Bong from Inside Out. So if you and you know, know who, voice. In, in real life, you know who his be- one of his best friends is? Who's that? George Clooney. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just two two handsome dudes Can you all, imagine the time, all the time. Rolling up to the club, and there's George Clooney, and he leans over to talk to his friend, and it's Richard Kind. <laughs> I would be like, "Wow, it's George Clooney." If Richard Kind was there, I was like, "Well, I'm going to go talk to Richard Kind." Like, yeah, oh my yeah. god! George I would Clooney love to come like, to Richard Kind and just totally ignore George yeah. Clooney. Yeah, fucking, Can you take yeah, a picture yeah, yeah, yeah. of us? Yeah, it'd be like asking George Clooney to get a picture of me and Richard Kind. It'd be like if you've ever seen uh, Rush Beyond the Lighted Stage. There's always people that come to Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson and just talk to Getty and don't know who Alex is. Um, Hold your fucking like, fire, Alex. Hold your fucking fire. Hold your fucking like fire. You. That is a Rush like album. I you. Uh, uh, like it. Can I say if this show? Or if superhero media generally is an amusement park ride, this show was the stylized line that you wait in before you get on the ride. Like, they tried to do something, 
but I was still waiting in a line. Like at Six Flags Great America, where there's all DC superhero things or whatever. It's like when you were in the Joker line, it's just like, I'm just watching videos of this guy being fucked up. And I'm just here for an hour. Or there was another ride Uh, at Great America that is like, it just has panels that are like probably 2,000 words each. That's on the just Superman like ride. Are, yeah, on villains that you may encounter in the Superman universe. And it was just like, here's some yep. reading material to pass the time. That's oh, what no. this felt like. You're just yeah. standing in the line. Like, yeah, well, uh, what's, up with, what's, what's up with Metallo? I think he's in there. Oh. I don't know my Superman villains very well, though. They're not as exciting as the no. Batman villains, because that's the thing with this character is he has uh, some fun, cool villains. And Gotham originally was like, well, we're going to focus on the early days, uh, Jim Gordon's early days in the Gotham Police Department, before things get wild. And then, by my understanding, that lasted about three episodes, and they're like, <laughs> fuck it, okay. It's a Batman show now. I guess fuck you guys you. only care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were like, I guess you care about the parts that are Batman. You don't want to see people get arrested in Gotham City unless they're like, Killer Croc or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What's like, the I fucking get, point of that? I guess exactly. that Batman has Batman has enough villains that could be street level, like that are human enough. It's like, and clearly, like by having the Penguin be like the arch villain of the series, like yeah, he's a guy that's a crime boss who like is ugly or whatever. Like that's the <laughs> Penguin's like special thing. But yeah. like he doesn't have ice powers. I think in most continuities, Ian could probably correct me if he he does not. Does, that's, that's there's already Mr. an Freeze. ice power uh, main guy. But like I can't wait to find out how Gotham put Mister yeah. Freeze in this show. Or like also, I was trying, or like Alex asked me like what the Riddler does, like what's the Riddler in jail for? I was like he left too many, he, he, he makes left bombs too many and then leaves clues to yeah, defuse them. I don't know this thing. He's annoying. Not, he went to jail. I, I feel like I feel like that would actually put you in jail if you like draw if you like planted a bomb and then dropped a like a, a riddle if, at the police if, station. If you yeah. plant a bomb and they catch you, you do go to jail. For planting a bomb. The he riddles are not the necessary. Riddles. <laughs> yeah, the riddles say. added to a sentence for being annoying. Uh, <laughs> like, can you imagine representing him in court? <laughs> I guarantee Cross-examining you, the Riddler. I guarantee you the Riddler, uh, uh, he represents, represents himself in court. Absolutely. I, yeah, without, <laughs> most of these doubt. guys. Most of these guys. Only the I mean, man never, has a lawyer, in my opinion. They never and, get into this. And it this. would be Harley Quinn. <laughs> they never get into this that I could think of. There's not, like, the criminal lawyer. Now, I will say, there is That's a former a lawyer of criminals on this show. We're yeah. going to jump right into that part because we have one of two, as you know, all-stars appearing in this because we've got Michael Kastoff. Put his name up in the lights. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize... I did not realize that the lawyer, uh, Maurice Levy from The Wire, was oh. in Gotham in a brief scene. And I also did not realize that Carmine Falcone in the in Gotham is also played by a wire actor because he was played by the um, John Doman. Yeah, a very by, unconvincingly by Italian man. Yes, the most <laughs> Irish American man standing there telling you, "There were Don Falcone." Uh, if I had to describe the acting in this show, I might just blanket use the word unconvincing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know who's this is very uh, cartoony. Uh, that's yeah. You know who's great? My boys, Ben McKenzie and Donald Logue. Uh, I Donald Logue's having so much fun on this show. Donald Logue's having a blast. Yeah. I was, Donald Logue's I was like, uh, I'm rich now. Is that Harvey? 
No, uh, yeah, 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 it's Harvey. Yeah, but like, I, I, um, I, I have been convinced by cartoonishness before, is what I'll say. <laughs> or I've been charmed by cartoonishness mean? before. Like, yeah, I, I. This was not. This yeah. was both too cartoony love- and not cartoony enough for me. I get that. Agreed. Oh, absolutely. Uh, by the end, it starts to, like the last episode. I started to be what I will refer to as Matt Siani pilled. <laughs> I was like, "This is just all nonsense." I don't you care made it about all any up. of these characters from scene, scene to scene. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is so much fun! Look at this. Why is the penguin walking around looking like Roger Stone?" <laughs> he does look like Roger Stone. I made that. Note. <laughs> he looks so much like Roger Stone. And oh my they also god, he so much does. They stylized. At but one okay. Point, there was like, does Roger Stone just yeah, kind no, of look Stone. like the penguin? Roger Stone like, looks like the penguin. He's very avian, yeah. It's kind of like uh, Lee Van Cleef like, looked like a hawk, so that just cast him as villains, and Roger Stone did that for regular I do, I'll life. never understand his fucking glasses. I will never uh, understand them. There was also a part where I felt that the Riddler was giving off Milo energy, but it might have just been because he was standing next to someone who I felt was giving off Roger Stone energy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the I thought the Riddler reminded me of um I wish I remembered actor names, but the Scarecrow from the Christopher Nolan series. Killian uh, Murphy. He, oh yeah, he yeah. had that vibe. Uh when he yeah. first appeared in the finale, my note is is this the Scarecrow or is this the Riddler? Yeah, and then they yeah. call him Nigma and you're like, Okay, so okay. it's the Riddler. But like he's mixing that and and then Jim Carrey Riddler, I think. Think. This His show's main mixing, thing was being annoying. I would say if the show Tommy Lee Jones, it, this show felt like um, um, it, so it wasn't created by um, it's Bruno Heller. Bruno Heller, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it was developed by Bruno Heller, and uh, my feelings towards this were they were like Bruno, do you have a Batman pitch? And he was like, give me the weekend. And then he watched all the Batman movies, and he was like, ah, oh, okay, so this is what it's supposed to be like. And then he tries to fuse together, fuse together like. Tim Burton aesthetic with like Christopher Nolan vibe, and that is a horrific pairing. <laughs> not enough, sh- not enough Schumacher. Obviously, I would have loved had this show gone full Schumacher. Uh, yeah, it could have gone full Schumacher. It could have gone full Burton. Could have gone full uh, uh, Nolan. Instead, if it had gone like, full Nolan, or, I, I, this would have been or, unwatchable. Trying to do Nolan what if on it was TV. some original new take. That's exactly why it would be hilarious. Watching somebody try to do Christopher Nolan on a shoestring budget would be. Yeah. I mean, it did <laughs> kind of feel like that already. making a film but... below $250 million. Jesus. Oh. It felt at times like um, the visuals of a Nolan movie, but with some of the Schumacher tone. Set design and like set design. Weird. No, yeah, the, nothing. The Schumacher set design is okay. Th- there's guess, nothing like it. The, ba- well, the Schumacher Batman room. movies. I say this a lot, but they look like they're in a laser tag arena. They do. They're, yeah. they're insane. There's never been a movie looks like that. Maybe it's more the Burton. Maybe it's even the animated series. But the like weird antique Art Deco like police station that yeah. they're in. But they have yeah. cell phones. But they also have CRT TVs. Yeah, I was trying to figure just, out when this is supposed to take place it as takes like a place prequel this, thing, but if it's modern... It, it takes, takes place, place in this, the same time as Riverdale, clearly. Yeah. Batman okay. yeah. time. Yeah. Archie Where you time. drive like a vintage car. But or Archer. Or, yeah, if if I found out they were in the same universe, I'd say, yep, that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Hey, did you see what happened in Gotham over <sighs> the weekend? Like, Dude, um, that my, be- crazy. my, my best friend Katie Keene was kidnapped by the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was just my friend Katie Hire, I mean, Keen Hiram Lodge phone. would fit in this show very well. Sorry, Ian. Oh, I wish Hiram Lodge was in this show. <laughs> Gotham. Uh, yeah, created uh, or developed by uh, 
Bruno Heller, who is uh, known for creating Rome and The Mentalist. He also, you know, produced Gotham and and not just Gotham. That's not his only dip into the into the the Batman mythos. He's of course also the producer on Pennyworth, the show that asks, <laughs> "What if before he was a butler, Alfred was a spy?" Come on, come it's on. on. Also, do we, need to, do we need to ask that question? Can they we need to stop asking talk- questions about this universe generally. <laughs> Every time they ask a question, it hey, sucks I'm- ass. <laughs> Can I do a round robin here? Can I do yeah, a round robin? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Pund, hey baby. Um, so <laughs> sorry, round you- robin would not be a. <laughs> that would be a name they would give Tim Drake. Now that I think about it, actually, yes, I'm it gonna is. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop there because I was like, they called him Red Robin for a while. Yeah, they if, called he, him if round he was Robin. fat for a while, that's Round Robin. Uh, <laughs> uh, Travis, um, if you had to take a character from the Batman universe and make a prequel TV show series that you wrote, who would it be? Let Ian first, because Ian will give us more time to come oh, up with yeah, our Ian answers first. as I try and think of one. So, I mean, do you want me to just make an entertaining one or one that's? What would uh, you enjoy doing the most? I think the. I mean, I think a really funny one would be basically trying to do what Gotham's original pitch was, but sticking to it. And you're just like, yeah. So the main character on the show is Harvey Dent, but it's basically just Law and Order. We're yeah. just doing that. There's nothing. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It was Harvey Dent. Point. Harvey Dent Law Procedural was going to be my. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're just. He's just a lawyer, and you treat it in the most mundane fashion. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck you. Fa- he's always it's just. It's just that his name is. Harvey Dent, Harvey Dent. Yeah. City is he's, always, he's always conspicuously near like a barrel of oil or like <laughs> yes. a vessel or whatever. But uh, once an episode, though, you do set up. Maybe this is when it happens. That's pretty good. There's My, constantly there's constantly cooking oil being spilled next to him and being lit on fire, yeah, exactly. or like. But he's always okay. Or wherever he's that. standing, oh, there's just a shadow cast, which is <laughs> very ominous. Yes, but. <laughs> but nothing comes. But he, of it. but he acts normal and is a good yeah. and is a good lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, um, my my answer is I I would like to make it about the Waynes as old teens, kind of like a Gossip Girl, but set back in the day in Gotham, <laughs> like the, the Wayne parents, <laughs> Thomas and, and Martha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would have Poison you Ivy just call being it like Thomas and Martha. Is that the name of the show? The Waynes. I don't know. It, you could. They're not the Waynes yet, though. The Waynes brothers. Um, they Wayne's become world. the Waynes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Travis. I would have. I would have Poison Ivy being like a, a show aimed at kids with like an environmentalist message, so kind of like a Captain Planet thing, where she's like taking down uh, like oil barons and and executives and stuff like that. There were. But there were, although it'd be weird to do Poison Ivy aimed at kids because like being a seductress is like a huge part of Poison Ivy. There were, so maybe listen, hey, hey, Travis, it's okay. You know, she's a child in this show. Yeah, because I was yeah. going to say, there were a lot of obnoxious, hey, did you get that moments in this show? None infuriated me more than answering the door and he's just like, and what's your name? She's like, Ivy. And I was like, are, why? Are, what are we That's doing? not what even Poison even? Ivy's name. <laughs> it's, it's Pamela Isley. And then I started yeah. throwing chairs around. <laughs> and I started smashing glasses. And I called Netflix. And they were like, we didn't even make the show. And I was like, fix it. <laughs> uh, Take it off. I just came up with mine while we were all talking. And mine is a sort of like um, one of those shows where there's a a teen who's way too good at something uh, and so they like resort to drugs because they can't connect with other people. It's basically just Queen's Gambit except it's mm. about 
Quiz Bowl and uh, Edward Nigma. <laughs> <laughs> just so good at fucking quiz bowl that he cannot connect with other people. <laughs> so he goes insane. But like, but like later, not during the show. He's just really good at quiz bowl and starting to just like you know not not make that many friends. God, I'm just imagining the Riddler writing learned league questions and getting really annoyed. <laughs> That's what I honestly. That is what I think of every time I get an email from Thorsten A. In integrity. I'm just like, <laughs> yes. what is this fucking, what is this fucking nickname that the Riddler has come up with this week? Jesus. Like, and it feels like that he's just like, your questions are ready, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> another puzzle from the Riddle This is the worst part of Arkham Knight by far. <laughs> I <hated doing> it. <laughs> uh, there's how many of these? Uh, the pilot of Gotham called Pilot, and it starts with Selena Kyle, of course. Catwoman herself, ducking through the alleyways. She's a teen. Because haven't you always wanted to see Catwoman before she was Catwoman? Haven't you always wanted to know what particular situations would lead this person to become a jewel thief? One of the coolest jobs you could ever do? Uh, when I was trying to find out like some actor information, of, of which... like. There's nothing important to say, really, in advance. But when I was trying to find something, they were like, Selena, Cat, Kyle. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you just guys? Guys. How did I get hired on this show is really what I've learned while watching. Like, just like, apparently, just like... Just well, her go. middle name is Catherine in this universe, and she doesn't want to go by Selena because that's her mother's name. And so they differentiate by calling her Cat. Woman. What's so funny <laughs> is that's almost... That's almost the Barbara Gordon thing mm. that happens later in this episode, in these episodes. Sure. Yeah. Because Barbara Gordon's mother is named Barbara. So mm. anyways, um, mm. she, you know, pickpockets a guy who notices she bounces her way up into the alleyway, you know, and then she like feeds a cat with the milk that she also stole. And, Oh no, it's crime alley. <laughs> which is canonically the name of where this happens. <laughs> well, this is before this is before the Dent Act, so this is before crime the Dent Act still, makes crime, crime illegal. Of course, legal. Yes, crime is still legal. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Christopher! Christopher! <laughs> I mean, it makes honestly like the stupidity of like that being. So effect with the Dent Act is does make sense in the Gotham universe where yeah. like the the police department has basically ruled crime is legal. So <laughs> yeah, this is, you're living in the forever purge. The when you go to Gotham, you're in the forever purge. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Crime Alley, and who's that walking down Crime Alley? Why it's the Waynes? Why are you walking down Crime Finally, Alley? Finally, we get to see this. I don't Finally, know. Finally, we get to see this. Oh my god, I've been waiting forever to watch this one time on the on the screen, as opposed to just in the comics, you know. And and really, what a perfect interpretation it was. Is Batman Begins the only one that actually shows the play they went to, or the weird oh, musical opera no. thing? Okay. 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 We've attacked this from every angle we shut possibly up, could culturally. <laughs> Travis, Travis, shut the fuck up, okay? That's the only one where they don't go see Zorro, basically. Canonically, they're always seeing Zorro. And he comes out, and he's pretending to be a sword fighter, and he's like, oh, and a mask. And then his parents die, and then it's like a mm -hmm. part of the whole thing. So actually, Batman Begins does it differently by being like, I don't know, they went to an opera. 
And well, there's was a scary bat say, in the opera. Yeah. <laughs> well, an opera and leave. Yeah, they're is like, they're very to... menacing. And you could create a gritty, yeah, gritty texture. No, most of the time, they see Zorro. In, uh, it, it, because, you know, when this first happened, it was, you know, 1927 <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So the Waynes, they, they get, get shot. Bam. Uh, this is one of at least the more sensible ones of this. Where, like, because sometimes, like, Tom... Thomas Wayne acting like a complete idiot. Uh, this one, like, it's like, like more oh, than okay, walking so down Crime like, Alley as like the richest people yes, in town. Yes, more, walking absolutely. down Crime Alley is already a mistake. I mean, he has to know he's he's Thomas Wayne. He knows this city. He owns this city. Well, less than Carmine Falcone, but you know, it's always <laughs> war between factions. Uh, Thomas Wayne. Uh, sometimes, like, you know, like, tries to fight the guy off or stuff like that. It's just like, dog, it's just a wallet and some pearls. Uh, but this one, it's like, oh, okay, I guess it was a hit. Like, nothing you were going to do, you know, would have saved you in this moment, other than fighting the guy off. A hit you disguised like a as a robbery. Yeah. Tra- tragedy. Um, and, um, of course, um, you know, uh, Selena Kyle sees this. And that's the origin of her love for Bruce. He sees, she sees his parents get ma- uh, murdered, and then she's like, this person I will be involved with forever. And Batman, Batman sees his parents get murdered, and that's why he hates criminals. It's the same reason <laughs> why Cruella hates uh, Dalmatians, and yep. why Shohei Otani hates baseballs, because Shohei Otani's <laughs> parents were killed by a baseball, and thus he's on a mission to send yes. every baseball to hell. John Irving's A Prayer for Shohei Otani. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Birch. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, does that happen in both, or is it just in Simon? I Birch? think it's just the movie. Uh, I think it's just where Ashley Judd just gets fucking hit in the head with a gets hit in the temple with a baseball. It she does. fucking dies. Uh, uh, yeah, no, but Shohei Tani's parents did get pushed off a cliff by a baseball, <laughs> and then he was, then he was like, "I must murder every baseball." <laughs> He's so cool. Uh, so, uh, I I was gonna say in Selena Kyle's defense, um, have you ever watched someone's parents get murdered, Ian? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so how do you know? You're getting round robin again. That you would. <laughs> how do you know that you would not fall in love with that person? You don't know. Who's ten years old or whatever? Yeah, I, I feel like I missed the there. window. Yeah. To see somebody's parents get murdered and then imprint upon them immediately? Yeah. It could still happen. What if they were, like, I don't know, instead of being 10, what if they were, like, 12? <laughs> what you what like, age would, do you it, think I am? I would understand seeing this Steven, and wanting to, like, take this Steven. person in as, like, a, like, a, like, a sibling. Or a, how could you ever... How could, I was gonna say you, tw- I was gonna say ever, I was going to say 22, but uh, I thought it would be funnier to say 12, so that's why I did it. <laughs> what do you even want from us here? <laughs> So, uh, back at the Gotham police station, uh, there's some criminal uh, uh, who needs his pills, and he's taken a cop hostage. So, rookie hero cop, Jim Gordon, saves the day by giving the guy some pills that aren't his pills. He's like, here are your pills. 
and then in that moment tricks the guy and then punches him and gets him uh you know gets the cop away and then everyone starts beating up that guy and his partner and then harvey bullock is like you shoot somebody when they take a cop and you're like wait how often is this happening also he <laughs> well, had to a gun fair. to her head you don't do that because that could result in yeah. him pulling the trigger and her t- like very realistic be, cops, but yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say. To be fair, this is pretty realistic because they were like, "You didn't shoot that guy bad." But also, Harvey's like, "When somebody takes a cop's gun, you shoot them," and you're like, "How much is that happening in the Gotham Police Department?" In the Gotham Police Department? Oh, totally. Probably I mean, people are probably taking it with like you know, weird like super long grappling guns and shit like that knowing gotham city villains or doing like the thing that the tim burton joker has with the like giant pointing finger thing not gonna gun out picking it up grabbing it pulling it in i don't know the best the best uh joker's thing is the gun that pulls that when you pull the trigger pulls out a flag that says bang but when you pull the trigger again it shoots the it shoots that flag at people yeah. <laughs> and it's always funny whenever he does that. It's always funny when someone's like, oh, okay, it's fine. And then he, like, smiles, says some stuff, and then shoots him with the thing again. And then they're just like, there's a, there's, they're stabbed in the heart with a flag that says bang. That's uh, good. Good bit. But yeah, good bit. It's a good bit. The Joker, he's good at bits. I don't, I hate to take, I hate, I hate. Oh, uh, no, the Joker's great at bits. Uh, yeah, so they get called down, and we're going with the Batman Begins style of this, where Jim Gordon is the officer that, uh, you know, responds to the Waynes and, you know, comforts uh, Bruce Wayne in his in his moment of, of sad, uh, you know, his moment of despair. And he's like, I'm going to find the guy that killed your parents. He's like, thank you. And then uh, Alfred shows up, and he's like, all right, all right, it's me. I'm a street tough Alfred this time. Oh, it's Cockney Alfred, ain't hey, it? Hey, ain't it? Oh, look, ain't it? You're new to this town, ain't you? Ain't you, mate? Because I, Alfred, lifelong resident of Gotham City, can tell you, you ain't going to catch the guy. So if, ba- if Alfred was you played by Ray Winstone. Yeah, it's all right. If Alfred was played by Ray Winstone. <laughs> uh, I loved when Alfred showed up and was like, dignified Alfred, and then he spoke, and I was like, no, okay. <laughs> Street this Alfred. Like how you, this is like how you described David Beckham recently, where <laughs> you were like, this man looks like the most suave, handsome man, and then he's like, oi, I'm David <laughs> yes. Beckham. Exactly. <laughs> if you've never heard David Beckham talk, you're like, oh, you are a, you are a, you are a, you are a London kid. <laughs> you're, you're not, you're just, he's got a high accent, yes. Yeah, but I, Beautiful. You expect him to sound like Daniel Craig. He's like, hello, hello. Oh, it was an honor to be playing for Manchester United. Oh. And that's what they did with this effort as well. Does anybody uh, else think it's by, weird to see a kid um, named Bruce? That's such a not childlike name. Not. It's specifically not because of the fact that Batman exists <laughs> and I'm used to seeing. Well, yeah, but I. Mean, everyone named Bruce was a child at some point. I know, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's right. It's like a baby Gary or yeah, baby Norman or whatever. But like, no, the the fact mm. that there's Bruce Wayne and Bruce Springsteen means that I do not think anything of the, the name Bruce other than great name. Yeah. If I met a kid named Bruce, it's on Ian's baby name list for sure. <laughs> but like grizzled <laughs> like, yeah, men nice to meet you, Bruce. is what I think of. I think there's a certain quality to Bruce, though, that could feel also very delicate. It's the same as I was saying in the DM yesterday where I was like, it's weird that he's Wes Anderson. He should be Wesley. Uh, what happens next? Uh, Bullock gets mad as hell because he learns it's the Waynes, and then he goes to a diner 
where uh, major crimes detectives Renee Montoya and Crispus Allen show up. <laughs> Are these people that you know about? Uh, mm-hmm. Renee Montoya becomes the question and dates Batwoman. Uh, uh. Crispus Allen gets <laughs> murdered and then becomes the embodiment of the spirit of vengeance, Spectre. He's God's rage for a couple for uh, for a while. That's pretty sweet. He's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if a character speaks in the show that doesn't have like at least like twenty issues of lore behind them. Wasn't but, Fish yeah. Mooney made up for this show? Fish Mooney was made up for the show. You're right. Um, and Jada Pinkett Smith in today's fantastic trivia uh, showed up to her audition with a dude on a leash. <laughs> Which is also funny that like Jada Pinkett Smith had to audition for Gotham. Yeah, by far the, the most famous person on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they're, 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 like Wait, Jada, you want to be in it? Cool, you're in it. She was like, uh, no, 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 let me do the thing. Right. I already had a good idea. It could be <laughs> like Fish Mooney might idea. be like the one person where they're like, we want a name for this. So maybe there were a few people that were up for it. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? I Listen, she showed up with a dude on a on a leash. She's like, I'm Fish Mooney. And I can only imagine that the casting director then was like, yeah, you're Fish Mooney. <laughs> you were already, but you really are now. Could you imagine like sitting in the hallway, like, waiting to read for something. Jada Pinkett Smith walks in. There's a man with a leash. <laughs> She's holding the and leash. Like, She's like, oh, I might, I might leave. You're reading for, you're reading for scared thug number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she's helping you like, get into character, I think. That, that guy's going to get cast as scared thug number one. <laughs> the guy on the yeah, leash. You're like, ah. <laughs> okay. Do you think she brought the dude on a leash and the dude was like another aspiring actor and she was like, I'll get you a job on this show if you let me do this? Yeah, it was Will. It was Will, of course. (laughs) Why are you doing the... Oh, freaking on leash. Okay, got it. Yep. Great. That's always the reaction that I hope to get from any joke that I make. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yep, filed that one away. Uh, uh, Montoya and Alan ask for the case, and Bullock's like, really willing to give it to him, but then like, you know, do the right thing. And then he's like, fuck you. You disrespected me. Clearly crooked cop Harvey Bullock. <laughs> Except Harvey Bullock is the classic, well, I'm crooked because I'm in a city that has to be where I yeah. have to be. If only I could be good. And then he's ultimately redeemed by Jim Gordon. Uh, or whatever shit happens in between all of the seasons. We'll never know. So, uh, but yeah, so they, they we get a press conference from the from Gotham Mayor Aubrey James, Gotham Mayor Richard Kind, was like, "We need these criminals brought to justice." And I was like, "What an ingenious casting for mayor <laughs> of a comic book city who probably gets like threatened all the time." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, uh, oh, he <laughs> gets a bomb strapped uh, to him multiple oh, times. Joker, so I don't know. <laughs> there was, uh, there was a lot of people, myself included, um, who were, who saw the trailer for the Batman where Colin Farrell is playing the penguin, which is a crime. That's I know, I know that Colin loves nothing more than to That's get the penguins <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, you're right. I guess they got it that way. <laughs> but um, that Colin Farrell loves nothing more than to take his beautiful looks and mess them all up. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like, when they showed the first photo of it, or they was like, why didn't you just get Richard Kind? You made Colin Farrell look like Richard Kind, but you could have just gotten Richard Kind. Do <laughs> you think Clooney would do Batman again? Because I'd love to see Richard Kind and Clooney in yes. like some kind of buddy 
Batman <laughs> situation. I would like uh, Clooney, if they did a Batman Beyond live action, Clooney playing old Bruce Wayne. They're already, they already have the old Bruce Wayne cast in the Flash movie. Who is but it? not in the Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, because they're not doing that, but they're going to do a Flash movie where they go to different universes and there's going to be an old Batman one and it's Keaton, which is the actual That's right choice. Very good. Why do they keep fucking making these, man? People we have fucking enough. love Batman. They make Matt. Matt. It's Matt, insane. Matt, they, they make, make so much money. They make so I much I know money. they do. It's insane. That's why. Who's watching them? <laughs> That's Everyone. What happened is that fans. Yeah. Or also people who are like, they, you know how we talk about like voters and then you like they, on like Twitter and things like that. We who talk about hasn't the ideology decided voters. between Biden and Trump yet? This makes no <laughs> yeah. sense. It's exactly <laughs> like that. that. It turns out yeah, 90% of Americans are you, residents of Pawnee. Yeah. <laughs> if you put a microphone in front of people and it, as they were just entering a movie theater, I think we would find similar reactions <laughs> of just like not ideological. Yeah. Just, they're just like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go see Batman. Oh, you like Batman? No. Nah. I just, uh, I got I got a few hours to kill. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, going oh, okay. to see the Batman because like, I love Pattinson today, and in most movies anything. that he's in and. I don't, I, know about, I don't know about doing a serious Riddler, but... We'll yeah, making the Riddler Zodiac that. is weird, but... Uh, listen. Garbage. That's... I mean, that's... If if I was... Uh, when I'm in charge, once DC listens to my demands... <laughs> I've got... I've got... I've got Warner Brothers uh, rigged with explosives, and if you don't meet my demands... My... Um, but no, um, I would just rip off good crime movies like the best batman movie is the one where they're like what if heat but one of the dudes is dressed as a bat and the other has clown makeup <laughs> like <laughs> i would just do that i'd be like yeah it's um uh like looking around my like blu-ray case and i'm like it's uh, the silence of the lambs but with with the joker and then like somebody be like yeah cool okay does 200 million dollars sound like enough money to make that and i'd probably be like i don't know maybe 300 and they'd be like okay yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, IP this is, is draining the world of all creativity, and I hate it, and it's stupid and terrible, uh, and I do still see most of the movies at some point, though, uh, you know. Are we going to talk, can we, can we move yeah. on to talk about the dead weather? Oh, God. There are multiple appearances <laughs> twice, in this episode. Twice, twice, <laughs> Two dead weather songs. I'm going to be honest. I, I, also, I, that. I also I noticed it. I also <laughs> noticed it. I, I, when you said that, I was like, does Jack White appear in this show? What? That'd no, be great. The, mo- the montage of Harvey and Jim oh, like beating up suspects wow. or whatever is set to treat me like your mother. And then later they played Hang You Up from the Heavens. And this was two like five years after that songs. album came out. Two if songs. Put, if you put a gun to my head and asked me to name a dead weather song before you just said those two, I would have just said, pull the trigger and let's get they, it done. They both left my brain <laughs> already and I just heard them. <laughs> I, I, okay, hold on. Treat me like your mother? Yeah. Okay. I got, I couldn't remember the second one. Yeah. But the first one was in the oh, from the heavens. I you, don't remember cut, you don't remember cut like a buffalo? <laughs> what? <laughs> cut like a buffalo. <laughs> I li- I liked the dead weather. I thought that, <laughs> I thought I that, that was trash. Song? I think it's the second like, best Jack White I tried projects. so hard to like it. I remember I tried so hard to like it, and they played at Bonnaroo one of the years that I went, and I remember like standing in front of that stage and being like, "Boy, just gar uh, fucking Baj." <laughs> Sorry, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I just I want to go back to Travis. Just the yeah, it's the second best Jack White project. Uh, that yeah, very after, well may be true. The, like, Rack and tours. Yeah, after the White Stripes. 
What about what about his what what about his track on uh, on uh, Lemonade? I didn't listen to it. What's Lemonade? Wow, the Beyonce album. <laughs> wow. Uh, like that, wow. I, oof, that's bleak to even know about. Um, but so uh, they get told, you know, they go to see Fish Mooney, um, and and while they're seeing Fish Mooney, um, well, I mean, first, yeah, they, they you know, we get the uh, the introduction of uh, uh, of uh, there is Edward Nigma, the forensic scientist, you know, because they're just like, hey, here's everyone. It's the pilot. Remember how we said that this wasn't going to involve Batman all that much? Here's like every important character. We're just going to. We know who they're uh, making a show for. Also, isn't yeah, Edward Nigma supposed to be like an inventor or something in like, most he's, continuities? He's, he's all sorts of things. It doesn't matter. This is, this is just. I don't the, want to try and untangle. The, this entire show felt like it was trying to make you do the Chris Christie pointing at a balloon thing. Absolutely. Yes. Like, oh no! I there was it thinking is. It's, uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio sitting forward. Means. Yeah, there it is. Oh. But okay. They go see uh, Fish Mooney, uh, and she's just like, "Well, <laughs> well, well." First of all, while that's happening, uh, Bullock's like, uh, "Yeah, Jim, we're gonna go see Fish Mooney. It's cool. Don't act fucking weird. Like, I know you're a cop, but try not to be a cop." And then the moment he gets in there, he hears someone getting beaten up in the back, and he's like, "I gotta go be a cop right I'm now." A cop. And Harvey's just like, oh, you're, I can't take you anywhere, apparently. Uh, and um, so he goes out back and is like, is everything cool here? Where we see the, the, the penguin, Oswald Cobblepot. Imagine going through life with the name Oswald Cobblepot. It wouldn't last very There's long. no way you don't become a supervillain, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that name is just, just like in the middle of a fucking Eminem rap. <laughs> Oswald Cobblepot, Oswald. <laughs> Oddball Dog. <laughs> <laughs> not not a great Eminem impression, I've got to say. <laughs> You've got to work on your compound rhymes. Oswald Cobblepot sounds like a dude I've never heard of that's like a British MP, and I just see the worst tweet of all time from him one time. Yeah. And everyone is like, this MF name Oswald Cobblepot. Like, that's. Oswald Cobblepot got a lot of sought. He's not the bot that. You can't do thought. it. Not the bot that thought about Thanks, pizza. dogs. <laughs> you sound like my parents doing an impression of rap music in like 2002. <laughs> Jim eventually goes home. Uh, and almost immediately, he's like, listen, you know, I can't go out. It's hard. I'm working so hard being a cop here. I just want to, but I want to, you know, take the night with you, my lovely fiance, Barbara. Uh, and there was at least one person probably was watching the show was like, wait, Barbara Gordon is Jim's daughter. Why is it? What's happening? But it's both their names. And uh, so he, uh, they like sleep together and then he gets a phone call from Harvey that's like, I got a lead. And then uh, he meets back up with Harvey Bullock who spent the night uh, boozing and chasing leads and uh, learned Classic type of night. That, uh, a t- <laughs> that a man named Mario Pepper. Racist. <laughs> Even this in the Batman universe, I can't take this name seriously. <laughs> you can't be racist against Italians, but this is. <laughs> you have a you have the dumbest name in a show that has Edward Digma in it. This is a character whose name is Fish Mooney. <laughs> and it's not as bad as Mario Pepper. I know, no, no, no. That, that's exactly it. Like I, I heard Fish Mooney and my brain was like Oh, you know, I thought of, like, the part of the, the Bruce Springsteen song, New York City Serenade, where he's like, fish lady, fish lady. And I was like, fish mooney. Also, fish it's, like, mooney. not her given name. Like, it's clearly a nickname. Yeah. Uh. Travis, you can't say that about the Batman universe. Yeah. 
<laughs> you can't. You it's not can't. a pun, though. So For it's, all we it's, know, her first name's like Fishmorelta or something like that. <laughs> Don't outlaw this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak authoritatively on this. <laughs> Mario Pepper is the least the least Italian person I've ever seen on television. And they fucking named him <laughs> Mario Pepper. And he has a fucking Irish child like. God. <laughs> right. And then and he, he, this, show, this show has no respect for Italians at all. He has he has <laughs> in their he culture. Mario Pepper goes from zero to shooting at the cops in like 5 seconds flat. <laughs> which is a move I got to uh, respect yeah. for a guy man. that's being framed is yeah. Also, yeah. I just want to go back. It's not that he has, it's not that Mario Pepper has an Irish child. He has a child that is like, just got off the boat looking Irish immigrant child. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, like she looks like she's about to die on the Titanic. This child that opens the door <laughs> name. And then yeah, Ivy. He's, he's like, I, uh, Ivy I don't know. Pepper, Ivy Pepper. <laughs> Fuck this. I hate this fucking show. I hate this. I hate this part. And I was pretty into the finale at uh, times. But I fucking hated this part. It's like, yeah, it's Ivy Pepper. And then, yeah, they chase after. Then, yeah, Mario Pepper's like, I didn't do anything. And then runs out the fire escape, pulls a gun out, and uh, gets shot. I mean, it does make sense to go from zero to run from and possibly shoot the cops in Gotham, where the cops are. <laughs> where the crime is legal. Yeah. Where yeah, if he gets all, caught, yeah. he'll probably just get killed by whoever you know, Carmine Falcone has inside the jail to kill the people that he used yeah. as hitmen or whatever. Right. Yes. Yeah. He runs to the cops, gets, you know, they catch up to him and Jim winds up killing him. We get the newspaper headline. That's like hero cops execute man without trial. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah, I did that. That was a good cartoony flourish that I enjoyed the like newspaper. Like it might as well have spun yeah. around spun. Yeah. Which character was running from people and they showed the camera on his face? Oh, it was that during, was Jim wasn't it, in the finale. Wasn't it during He's like running scene? through the kitchen. No, or oh, was it okay. during the scene? Okay. I thought it was. During I thought it was during scene. the finale. It does happen in one of these episodes. You see Jim's like these very strange like camera wind angles against that are, his face, and it's like yeah. <gasps> like why is he wearing like a GoPro a on his fucking O'Malley chest? Video. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, it really does. Anyway. Uh, the penguin uh, comes and uh, reveals to Montoya and Alan that uh, Mario Pepper was framed and that they, well, yeah, because we they figure out it's him because they find Martha's necklace and it turns out they planted that on him uh, and this was a frame job. I don't know what the penguin's motivation for snitching is uh, or that. I, I guess either. he's trying, yeah. Like, do they, I feel like they explain it, but. We'll never know. I don't know. It's fine. This dude's looking like and Connor then, Oberst. So uh, that's the only thing I noticed. He does look like Connor Oberst. So the thing that frustrated me most about this was you've got um, you've got you got Harvey talking to Jim about the fact that if they find out that it's a frame job or whatever, they'll lose their jobs for killing this man who was shooting at a cop. Like in what fucking world? Yeah. Like not yeah. Gotham, not anywhere is a cop losing yeah. their job over fucking this. Like, you can shoot people in the back. You can shoot people with their hands up. Somebody with a gun pointed at a cop, like, that's going to cause you to lose your job. Like, yeah, even if, even if the cop instigated it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Although, honestly, they didn't that's in this case. That's usually how it they happens. Just knocked, honestly, in this case, they didn't. They knocked on the door, and the dude was like, I am immediately going <laughs> to run away. I guess he did run away first before pulling the gun out. I can't. I don't remember. 
five seconds of chase and he was shooting at the cops yeah uh i just uh, i do want to go back a little bit because there was something i felt that you said incorrectly which was hero cops killed um murderer without trial it said mm-hmm. hero cops slay. i know what it said it did no, it no, used no, the no, word no, 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 slay no, 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 no. It uses slay in the headline, so immediately I was like, hero cops, slay queen. Like, yeah. That was the part of it that stood out to me. It's a newspaper just casually being like, slay, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, what? I mean, slays is pretty commonly used for murder in newspapers, because it's a short word. Uh, but Doesn't slay. I think generally if the cops are doing it and you're portraying, you generally don't use slay when you're portraying something positive. Right. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I've got to say. Like, Slay they might queen. say, like, take down. Yeah. Oh, that's another word. But. Neutralize. Then I <laughs> use that in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Compromise Wayne Killers to a permanent end uh, does not fit in the headline very well. <laughs> but, yeah, they're like, we got him. And then uh, Oswald Cobblepot's like, no, you didn't. He was set up by Fish Mooney. Those are fake pearls. I just want to do my civic duty, you know? And, and uh, then they're all like, no, you just want to take no over. We have no idea why like, he did this. He's like, I yeah. want to. You just want to take over, and they're like, uh, he's like, whatever I want to do is <laughs> is my own. The motivation is irrelevant. If I'm right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Montoya goes to see Barbara about it, and then I'm like, wait a minute, are they saying that Renee Montoya used to date uh, Barbara Gordon's mom? And that's what they are saying, which was fun. I was like, wow, Batgirl's mom. What a what a what a weird twist on this one. Instead of Renee Montoya dating Batwoman, they're going to have her date Batgirl's mom. Uh, sure. And uh, she's just like, I think Jim's a crooked cop. And we as an audience watching the show know that he's not. So why are we, why yeah, are we doing this? What was the this? point of any of this? <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> to set up his co-workers as, as uh, they already you know, did. antagonists to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they, uh, They're just padding out the runtime. And so Gordon investigates this because he had remembered, you know, he, he goes, he, you know, because uh, Barbara tells him this. So he confronts Montoya about it. And then from there he goes to uh, Alice Pepper and Ivy uh. Pepper. And Ivy Pepper is standing in the corner just watering a plant in case you didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't catch it at all until you guys said it in this episode. I but wish yeah, I could trade now plans. I'm Chris Christie. Are you serious? I, I, wish I, I wish I could trade brains with you sometimes, Matt, when I hear this. <laughs> it sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't know Batman. He doesn't know the, no, doesn't know the rogues gallery curse. the way we do. Free me from this curse. That, I that, can't wasn't believe, a, that wasn't sarcastic. I can't believe that you don't know canonically who Ivy Pepper is in the Batman lore. Since the beginning of Batman, Ivy Pepper Ivy has always been Pepper. the same person. Ivy it's always Pepper. been the same person in every single iteration of Batman. Uma Thurman Ivy, is Ivy, Ivy Pepper. Ivy Pepper. <laughs> uh, and so they, uh, you know, he, he sees that he doesn't have any shiny shoes, and that was a thing Bruce remembered. So he's just like, oh no. We were wrong. We were set up. This def- person definitely wouldn't have disposed of the shoes that he was wearing conspicuously while committing a murder of the highest profile people in the entire fucking city. With That's a cool. It's not the dumbest thing. It's not the dumbest conclusion that he comes to because immediately after this, he's like, well, I'm going to go talk to Fish Mooney alone, at which he then gets <laughs> beaten up and strung up in a meat locker. That's good. <laughs> Fish like, Mooney immediately. is the protagonist of the show. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, and so uh, 
Bullock, Harvey Bullock, was like, well, I gotta go save my partner. And knowing Fish Mooney like I do, he's strung up in a meat locker, <laughs> but they always use the same meat locker, so I'm gonna go to that one. And just as he tries to save the day, you know, uh, you know, tells Fish that there are, you can't do this. She's like, you're right, you're right, you know, on the phone, and then hands it back to, uh, has him hand it back to her, like, chief uh, goon there. Yeah, meat locker then, guy. Uh, yeah, meat locker guy. This is like, what do you want me to do? And then she's like, he disrespected me. Kill them both. Which, of course. Yeah. But before that can happen, um, Carmine Falcone shows up and it's like, there are rules. I love this city. And there are rules. And you can't just kill cops in this city. You have to, I guess, go there. You probably have to file a form to him. And go through the proper <laughs> yeah. channels. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. You see, so you got it all mixed up. You know, you need you need to file a form first. You, then you need to get that notarized. Uh, and after a two to four week um, appraisal process, then they will let you know whether or not you are good to kill that cop. Because they have a uh, code of old fashioned mafia bureaucracy. Yeah, um, and uh, we learn in this that um, Jim Gordon's dad was a, uh, the uh, district attorney for Gotham for a while, and he had a understanding. With uh, Falcone, so he's just like, listen, you know, it's out of that respect that I'm gonna let you live, but you gotta, you gotta be smart. You gotta show us that you know what's up. Uh, and the way that they decide to have him do that is uh, he's got to shoot the penguin, because Fish Mooney is like, oh, you're the snitch. You, my most comically snitch-like <laughs> compatriot. Well, okay. Who the important thing talked? is she figures out that he's, or she confronts him about being the snitch while she's watching a comedian. Uh, uh, uh. That uh, you know, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, is one of many fake jokers that I believe this show has. I, mm-hmm. I didn't really pick up on that, but yeah, that's, that's annoying. Yeah, well, it's just yeah, my assumption is in the show. You know, like, once an episode for a while, I bet, like, there's somebody who's there and he's telling bad jokes. And then they're always like, could this be the criminal who will one day become the Joker? Or, like, wearing Don't you purple see? or something. Yeah. I could. We looked up what exa- how exactly all that works, which I could explain. I don't. I We'll never there's know. There's an identical twin involved or something like yes. that, and I don't care. <laughs> yes. Among there, other the, things. I and think, Legions of Imitators. I think that there's actually potential to do cool things with the Joker once about every 15 years, not 15 times every year. Uh, and this oh, Joker and also, was literally just fucking Heath. He was trying to be Heath Ledger. He was trying so hard. Uh, but, but also, one of those things that I think, part of the reason why I picked this show um, is uh, I tried to think of this earlier, and I, there are probably a few I'm missing, but uniformly hate prequels. They're dumb and they're bad because they're all yeah. like, hey, Remember that interesting stuff that happened? Don't you want to see what it was like before that? And oftentimes, it's not that interesting. And, it's true. And the characters can't develop because they have to, because the original thing was where they change and grow or develop as characters. So you have to put them back to the square one. Or what they often do is they're like, well, actually, they used to be like that. But then something tragic happened to them. And that's when their heart hardens. And I'm like, cool. Don't care. Great. Don't care. Yeah, don't care. Don't care. Better Still Call Saul care. is good, but probably the main reason why Better Call Saul is good is they that its best character is someone who is not involved in Breaking Bad or ever mentioned. They seem more aware of why prequels suck. Also, yeah, yeah. They also didn't they're, they're, just they're make like, it a fucking 
cash. That like, shows this also is, like superhero shit is just cash grab. Like that's the entire yeah. purpose of it. Like Better Call Saul, I'm sure there was it's some fanfic. financial reason to do it, but it seemed like they also wanted to do the show. This is just like joyless repeating of pointless lore. <laughs> I, so did like repeating when, of I did lore, like when it's um, like, here's a new so, interpretation oh. of the lore. Um, I, I did like when Falcone, though, was basically just like, listen, I'm a businessman. And uh, is standing there and he's talking and he says, uh, you can't have organized crime without law and order. Which mm. is... That's interesting like, take. sense. That's yeah, you're like, well, no, you're like, what a damning well, indictment because, of the concept of law Because law is what defines it as crime. So in a technical sense, if there wasn't law, there would be no organized crime because there would be no crime. With no oh, order, there's no crime. organized activity. I forgot my favorite dude. Um, uh, the, the when they're like, all right, in the and when they're hanging up in the meat hooks, <laughs> like all right, and then they call in like a butcher guy who comes in wearing like a leather bag over his head and yeah. is walking towards <laughs> them in menacing red he, light. He's, he's he's the guy that you fight. He's the guy that you, he's like the first mini boss in half the Resident Evil games, who's just like <laughs> holding a large exactly. axe with a leather bag <laughs> over his face. Yeah, or the chainsaw guy. And you have to guy. shoot him with the shotgun like fifteen fucking times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this like is, this is the chainsaw guy from four. <laughs> Just there, and it's just like, what is this dude? <laughs> and he gets shot, and I don't know, probably like he probably lives, and then they're like two seasons from now, they're like, that's Professor Pig or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so he tries to kill the penguin. Oh, sorry, he has to kill the penguin, but he doesn't. They do. do it. They do something smart, I think at least in this, because they basically are ripping off. Well, I mean, one the first smart thing they do is they rip off Miller's Crossing. By having the penguin basically turn around and plead, look into your heart, look into your heart before getting shot, which is a great, you know, moment uh, in Miller's Crossing. And it's the same, you got to shoot this guy to prove your loyalty scene. Mm. Only when that happens in Miller Cross- Miller's Crossing, no one sees it. So they're like, what do you, wait, you mean you didn't verify that he shot the guy? And I spent the whole time being like, Harvey's going to go with him, right? And make sure that he shoots the guy, right? And instead he just walks him to the end of the pier and still in sight. from a distance and notice that there's no blood and you very clearly aimed over this guy's shoulder. And, but, and listen, listen, they, they at least try. And like, you know... He definitely I mean, like ruptures uh, Penguin's eardrum uh, yeah. with yeah. that. Oh, but. absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, and so he, he shoots right next to his ear and then pushes him in the water. So. Says, don't come back to Gotham. And then um, the penguin gets out and immediately kills the man for a sandwich. The, the, peng- the penguin gets in the water, and then because he's a penguin, he swims extremely fast and uh, catches some fish. Eats a mouth. few fish. Yeah. <laughs> then he yeah, waddles up to a random fisherman and just fucking slices the dude's throat. Uh, there's some like surprising like sudden brutality on this show, I think. Overfishing is killing the population of penguins. <laughs> 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 Penguins would be anywhere near here where it's the northeastern United States. <laughs> this guy's too tall. The chain. <laughs> this guy's too tall to be the penguin. Yeah, mm. he's not. I mean, he's an emperor penguin. <laughs> okay, you know what? You got me Fine. there. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're still got only three and a half feet tall, but, you know. But for, for a penguin, uh, it's very tall. The big boys. Uh, but uh, knowing that they didn't get the guy, um, he goes to... Wayne Manor, him being Jim, and he's just like, "Well, we didn't kill, we didn't, or we didn't get the guy that actually killed your parents." And then uh, Alfred's like, "Wait, do, do you know who did?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Oh, great job there, mate." He's like, yeah, "But I will catch him. I'm asking for a second. At one point, he like looks like he's about to turn in his badge to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, fucking kid. Oh, I have your badge and your gun. 
<laughs> I didn't get your parents killers. And then Bruce Wayne's like, all right, I'm going to need your badge and your gun. You're on official suspension. Um, oh, right. Also, right when he shows up to the house, Bruce is like recreating the omen or whatever. He's just standing on top of the roof. He's trying to learn to fly. Yeah. No, he's trying I to conquer him- fear. No, I, I like to think that Bruce is just doing like, have you ever seen Harold and Maude? Like he's just <laughs> elaborately, he elaborately faking suicides in the background of stuff just to get attention. I mean, yeah, that would be good and consistent. Uh, uh, just like, yeah, listen, you know, um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna change from the inside. You know, says some dumb shit about like, uh, you know, like a light shining down or whatever, and then it's just like we're gonna change the city. And Batman's like, I know, I'm good. So what I, I'm gonna change the city by dressing as a bat mm-hmm. and uh, attacking criminals, and then. Uh, and it's like, cool, so we're going to do that now? And it's like, no. This felt, uh, this pilot felt like the first 10 minutes of a movie stretched yep. out into 50 minutes. Yep. The finale felt like, and we'll get to this, but the finale felt like the middle 30 minutes of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I was entertained. I'd keep watching this. That's fucked I, up. If it was not 100 episodes. I agree. I'm also, yeah. I'm also fucked up by that. I will not watch this show. Like, if I'd watched this when it com- came out, I'd be like... yeah. I'd give this a shot. If it, yeah, like there wasn't anything that I found other than the ridiculous nature inherent with how they decided to categorize or characterize everyone. I was like, yeah, 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 this is, this is fine. You know, you got you got a bunch of my guys. I do more things. I do. I waste more time. You know, when I could just be watching. You know, um, Ben McKenzie and Richard Kind do things. Donald Logue just watch around YouTube a videos of them. Uh, yeah, well, that's why I said if it wasn't fifty, if it wasn't a hundred episodes. Yeah, if it <laughs> were a movie, like, for example, if they just made yeah, yeah, if it, if one two-hour movie character. with this. Yeah, you know, if they took that, maybe. And they really—it's weird though, because it's like this kid. It feels like there's something going on with this kid, <laughs> and maybe he would be the character I would be more interested in learning about. And like the detective guy, he's fine, but like maybe he'd be better as the supporting role. And there's something weird with a bunch of these like criminals in this town. I don't know if you know this, but there's something weird with them. And it feels like maybe, I don't know, they're a little theatrical, but it feels like they're all trying to be more theatrical. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, you might be onto something. Maybe write a letter. I've written many letters to Warner Brothers in my own blood. <laughs> demanding. Again. I wonder why they don't do any of the things that you asked for yeah. in your own blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always just, just uh, use a pen, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some good ideas, but I feel like if we do the blood writing guy's ideas, like something bad's gonna happen. So I just this just seems like a bad omen, like So what I love about the finale, this is a type of finale that we've covered a few times. This is this is two of them. Where it's the finale where you're like, How is this the end? But also this is a finale. It's setting up a thing. It's like they're taking credit for something that they <laughs> themselves did not make. They're like, Oh, this didn't we do most- a good job setting up the thing that you already like? It's also just the most. That acute. is comics, though. It's all fanfic. It's, but but this is the most acute. It ends right when it's getting interesting. Like yeah, it just like it's the moment where I'm like, wow, what a what a, this is a fun. Oh, that's no, that's. Can dumb. you imagine watching a hundred fucking episodes of this show, only to get to no. this moment? To well, get to the so shit that you say, already know happens. I will say, based on what they were saying, around some things that previously happened. 
it leads me to believe they did some interesting Batman shit in previous episodes that does not necessarily make sense without the character of Batman, because they talk about reunification yeah. a few times in this. So yeah, the finale picks up a decade after the previous episode. Lazy. Love that type of time Lazy. But Lazy. So they talk about... Um, if, you have, re- if your entire episode has a time skip, then your finale is an epilogue. Yes. Yeah, this is the middle act of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about reunification, and knowing what I know, that means they probably did the No Man's Land story, which is this big story from the 90s where a series of like earthquakes devastate Gotham, and it gets declared a No Man's Land by the U.S. government. <laughs> and becomes a lawless territory. Crime where, is legal again um, in Gotham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, where crime is extremely legal, and a bunch of uh, and uh, the way it works is that the city is carved up into ganglands. So with it's each just one escape from New York. Yeah, basically. Like, that's yeah. what it sounds like. Uh, to with, me. Yeah, with each one being Except run by they a different. Lived there instead of being yes. moved. There. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and and you still have civilians who couldn't get out. So you have, mm-hmm. you know the. Joker's gang and Two Faces gang and all of that, and then you have you know the uh, the Gotham Police Department, and then also like Batman's there for a while. Superman at one point like tries to show up and help, and then Batman's like Gotham doesn't need you, uh, and it's all silly and dumb, and all of that works kind of if you have a character if like Batman, Batman there. What the fuck to do that? <laughs> yeah, to my, do that major storyline. My contribution to this episode him. is going to be really funny to listen back on because everything you say, I'm just like disappointedly <laughs> shaking my head at, which has no audio <laughs> yes. components. Don't worry, but we, we, listener, we'll know you. that I've been disappointedly shaking my head at once every thirty mm-hmm. seconds or so. Uh, so uh, Gordon is now the commissioner, and um, uh, Ryan has a killer mustache. He's looking like somebody who's cast to play not Howard Hughes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, no, 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 this isn't Howard Hughes. This is Boward Buse, mm-hmm. please. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's commissioner. Richard Kind, still the mayor. Incredible. Uh, Harvey. Imagine Harvey's maintaining, gone like, being a mayor through all of this shit and just still hanging on. You know, people just don't vote in municipal elections. That's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's also yeah it's also Gotham was like, declared why? a no man's land at some point <laughs> <laughs> he's still the mayor <laughs> why would you still want to be the mayor <laughs> that too yeah step down dude people who want to be mayor of New York City are fucking sick twisted little lizards imagine That's Gotham what mayor Yang running for do. president like so many New York mayors have done Andrew Yang should be mayor of Gotham <laughs> <laughs> but so he uh yeah, Gordon's now in charge. He talks about, you know, the promise that he made with Bruce Wayne, who left it a decade ago, and, uh, you know... Grow up, man. Get over yeah. it. Move on. He, the biggest limitation from this finale, which is why I feel that I was Matziani pilled and I'll just put this at the top, they cannot show Bruce Wayne or Batman. They can't, because they just had a child actor. They had, Oh, who's probably, yeah. like, you know, like a mid-teen. They just yeah. had him play Batman. They can't pull off a decade has passed, and I bet he can't pull off the I'm big enough to look like I could be Batman. Oh, God. So they just don't show him. And it's hilarious the lengths at which they go to not show Batman until the last shot of the show. And God, is it funny. It's probably just a tall guy they had on set that looked good in the costume. Yeah, it's so funny that they're just like, 
you know, because they make because they they make a big deal out of Bruce Wayne being back. So I was like, oh, we're gonna see him. No. <laughs> yeah, Bruce sends his regards. He's oh. back, but all he's doing is Batmaning. Oi, Bruce sends his regards. Uh, so, uh, and, and Gordon keeps me like, I'm going to retire. It's been 10 years, I'm going to retire. Now that Bruce Wayne is back, I can finally rest. Uh, also, I forgot to mention the name of the finale. is one of the most infuriating names of finale ever. The beginning? <laughs> the beginning. Dot, dot, oh dot. Oh my god. <laughs> I, yeah, <fuck>. baby. <laughs> okay, actually, oh. you know what? Also, you know what? All I'm these... coming around. That is such dumb guy shit that I actually kind of like it now. Also, on IMDb, all of these seasons, except for the first one, have like a, a subtitle, basically, yes. and this, so this one is, is the, Dark the Dark Knight. Knight. No, Legend yeah. of the Dark Knight, the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Which that's is... that's dumb enough that I'm. I I mean, I'm not fully on board, but like, calling a finale the beginning is inspired. I'm just looking back at my own notes where it's just like, Jesus Christ, they did this without Batman. They did this <laughs> without Batman. Uh, just realizing slowly all of that. Um, but so they, uh, uh we get, we get uh, a shot of what I can only imagine is Arkham Asylum with the Riddler who's trying to read the newspaper and talks about, you know, uh, the, the legend that is, um, the Joker stand in, uh, whatever it is. Um, there's Jerome and Jeremiah Valeska. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whichever Valeska. Played by Cameron Monaghan from Shameless. Is Jerome Valeska dead at this point? Yes. Yes. Hmm. He was killed in season two, and then there were a bunch of people, but he, like, was influential to criminals in the city, so there's a bunch of, like, pseudo-jokers that, like, imitate him. Yeah, I guess he had the the mouth scar, the Glasgow smile. Mm -hmm. They gave that character that, so they were like, oh, this is the Dark Knight Joker, and it's whatever. And then it's, Jeremiah falls in the vat of acid uh, the chemical plant thing, so he has that and, Joker origin. Yeah, but they decided Yeah, but they're also like, we're also gonna make him covered in just these unappealing scars. This is a really damaged, chemical burned face and it's just not Do you wanna know like how that. he got those scars? Uh, well, they, I, Travis just told me. I was okay. gonna say a really damaged face because it says damaged on it. Uh, but, oh, you know, wow. different ah, Joker interpretations. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so the Riddler is, uh, you know, he's he's tormenting the this, uh, you know, not Joker. It's definitely not the Joker. Uh, he's tormenting him uh, because he's brain dead. Uh, and he's been brain dead for ten years, ever since that confrontation with somebody. Maybe they did say it was Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Having the Joker also know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. They did say it was lame. Bruce Wayne. It's lame. <laughs> um, or at least having him care that that's the case. I don't know. But... Uh, we get, you know, the 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 idea that uh, Gotham is unveiling its new day. It's the the, the completion of of Wayne Tower. Um, you know, Barbara Keane has apparently had quite the journey, and now is a rich person who's about to complete the building of a tower that's even bigger than Wayne Tower. Uh, it's beautiful. You know, I just heard that um, we now have the tallest tower on on Manhattan. I mean, on Gotham. Shame if something happened to it. Yeah, and um, well, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, the the problem with this is that, uh, and I, I think you know we we've covered this before as a a good metaphor for the way the show works. When the pilot has like a super in depth write up on the fan sites, 
and the finale is just like, ah, yeah, here's what happened. Yeah, people got bored. Here, here it is in a paragraph. Correctly. Uh, yeah. Gordon wants to retire. Richard Kind's like, you can't retire until after. And so it's like, okay, well, something's clearly going to happen at the Scala. And uh, a way we know that something's going to happen is uh, the Riddler is, is smuggled out of uh, Arkham. And, you know, they get word that, you know, Edward Nigma has escaped. So Harvey Bullock goes to look for him and he finds a guard who then hands him a phone and Harvey starts going, oh God, oh God, oh God. And then the guard's like, you see, you see, and then shoots himself in the head. And I'm like, yo, we are cooking with gas now. What <laughs> just, is up? It just wasn't that serious. Yeah. Like what it, what it wound up being yeah. was just not a thing that would. I know, but I in this like moment. In this moment, I'm like, "Yo, what is happening?" If this guy. Had we don't know what we don't know what the Joker done has done shot. to other people. Yeah, I was yeah. like, is Hannibal Lecter on the other line? Like, and then what happens is that Bullock gets arrested for this, and he's like, "What happened?" He's like, "Yeah, I shot the guard." And they're like, "That's no, probably not." And he's like, "Yeah, I shot the guard. Stop asking questions, Jim." Uh, and uh, he's now shaved the mustache, which was. A travesty. He should have kept the mustache the entire episode. It was Why really would you... just there to be like, it's Jim Gordon, the one you Why know would you love, do the this? mustache guy. Why, yeah, why would you do this? God. And he, uh, he steps out and he's just like, who here thinks, alright, if there's anyone here who doesn't think Harvey Bullock's innocent, go now. And then, because he's a cop, and they're all cops, they all stand there and they're like, well, yeah, I mean, he's one of our own, we gotta protect him. Accurate, so they, probably. Cops uh, probably have this meeting, yeah. like, a couple times a day. They're like, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna go break some heads and figure out who did this. Uh, and while Gordon investigates all of this, we get a scene of the Riddler opening a box, and I was really hoping that it was gonna be a costume, and instead it was just a bunch of C4, which is a boring thing to put in the box. Yeah, where's oh, he get yeah. the costume? <laughs> I was just, well, I was just, yeah, like, I mean, he probably makes it himself because I mean, he's he's out here looking like Matthew Lesko. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, I just, I just wanted it to be like him, like opening the box and smiling, and then seeing a costume because that's just goofier than like, oh, it's just some C four. Okay, yeah, I don't care about the C four. <laughs> I guess you're gonna blow stuff up. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, sure. what a novel Ooh, idea scary. from yeah, the Riddler. Blow it up. What What is the best thing they could have put in that box? I mean, I know you guys said a costume, but like, Gwyneth Paltrow's head. I was gonna say Gwyneth Paltrow's head. <laughs> Because then you're like, oh, oh my god, it's also seven? <laughs> okay. Could have been a different, like, the, the symbol of a different bat villain. Like, it could have been it, in some symbol of, like, the League of it, Shadows be, or whatever. Yeah, it could be, uh, it could be, Mr. Yeah, Lex Luthor's gun. power armor. It could have been any number of things. Hell, it could be the fucking could be Batman kryptonite. costume. It that would have be been kryptonite. fun. We'd be like, oh, we give a shit. But I just see four yeah, there. You're like, enough. oh, okay. <laughs> this is a thing that exists in this world. Yeah, sure. This is boring as hell. Yeah. They could have just not showed us what was in the box, and I would have thought it was Absolutely. interesting. But this show wants you to see everything. This shows. This shows entirely what's in the box. That's the point I, of a people series. And yeah, I guess that's the thing. They, they give you C four, which is so fucking. It's like the only thing that happens in this entire episode or the two episodes that we watched that isn't a reference to something. Just give them, yeah, just give them Joker gas. So it's like, who cares? They should have been like a fake kind of explosive that's even worse than C4, like C5. That would be amazing. And, <laughs> and then he looks at his, yeah. he yeah, looks at his and he goes, it's a box full of the Joker's own C5. And then he'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know why it's called C4? 
I assume it's a, a compound of carbon. Know, it's chemical. Four guys yeah, no, it's who have C4. the name that starts no, with C. No, it's called C4 because it's called it. composition C4. There was composition C3 and C2, so there being a C5. Yeah, I knew there was okay. a C3. It I knew there was C5 a C3 ridiculous. because, yeah, no, not at all. Four guys start with C. Siani, Stephen, Cian. I can't. My middle name starts with C. This one, I think uh, this one's got legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't think of it. I can't think of anything for. I just. All right, just and then nothing. we get the. Do we get the penguin we get gang the montage, out of jail next? Uh, with the penguin, with the penguin being released from jail, um, and we get we get the suit up montage, which they love to do. I love a. I love that a pe- I love a reporter asking are a guy getting out of jail. Are you seeking revenge on the police commissioner? Oh, like anyone would ever be like, amazing. yes, I'm this going is a to kill him. World. And then you have the penguin uh, bring the guy into his limo in a costume. You're like, your hat and jacket. Now! He's just yeah. really annoying. He, the penguin he keeps annoying. doing these awful screams like he's such a fucking yeah. nerd. The most wedgieable villain in comics. He's very, he's <laughs> no, very dweeby. Not even close. You got Stilt Man. You got Condiment <laughs> King. You got, <laughs> you got Quilt Man. You got Kite Man. <laughs> it's not even up for do- not even in the bottom fifty percent. Major villains. <laughs> Maybe I was an athlete. Who is Condiment King a villain of? Who's Rogue Gallery is he in? Uh, he's a Batman villain. He's from the cartoon. He's from the cartoon. Okay. He then gets added later to other things, but yes, they made Condiment King because they're like, I don't know. What if we made a guy who has a gun that shoots like mustard? <laughs> that's a fucking that's a fucking Danny Phantom villain, like Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. uh, uh, Condiment King, I used to be the mascot for this this well, so, teen uh, hangout and okay. now I then I died in a tragic milkshake accident. The, the 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 conceit on that character in the episode where they do it is they just did an episode that's kind of like a throwback to the '66 Batman. So they're like, we'll have this character called the Condiment King. It'll just say a bunch of punny stuff. You that's know, like, fun. You know, Batman, can you catch up to me? I this guy doesn't sound really more this guy, for this show. This guy doesn't sound more dweeby than the Penguin. Well, to me. so yeah, the, well, no, because what, well, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Because that's how it was in the in the show, and then in the comics they're like, I don't fucking know. Here, here's Condiment King. You guys want it? He's just got a gun that shoots mustard. But they removed the like punny, like winking nature of him, and he's just a criminal <laughs> like that. Like he's still kind of a comic <laughs> relief villain. Awesome. Like I relish the opportunity like, to do crime. Do, is there a part where someone like police arrive at a crime scene and it's like there's blood everywhere? Then someone like picks up and just goes like, "It's barbecue sauce." That's ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, what happens is there's a part where Robin like fights him and it's just like, you know, he's actually more dangerous than you think. His his condiment gun can, can cause anaphylactic shock in some people, and they're like, <laughs> "We're trying, okay? <laughs> We're trying to make Condiment King a serious character." And it's like, no, guys, stop. <laughs> So, yeah. He drives the fucking O-ring from Saints Row 2. And then there's Kite Man, who literally just has a big kite that he flies around on. He doesn't move that fast. <laughs> he's very wind-dependent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to destroy 1,000 islands. <laughs> one by I one. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> he lives on a ranch. <laughs> Sure. All of this an improvement. <laughs> All of this an improvement. 
<laughs> Welcome to Condo and King's hidden. It's his ranch in his hidden valley. <laughs> Where's his secret lair? In the hidden valley, of course. But, uh, but there's like there's that scene where he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just thinking of British Condiment King. And you're just getting like malt vinegar and HP sauce on people, and they're like, "Why do you put this on all of your food?" <laughs> fucking, fucking brown sauce. Fucking. <laughs> this is now this. This has got legs. <laughs> condiment King shows up. British Condiment King shows up, and he's just yeah, he's just shooting HP sauce all over your beans on toast, and you're just like, "How are you ever an empire?" <laughs> oh, my mint jelly uh, configuration is all jammed up. How am I going to ruin your Sunday roast? <sighs> so yeah, uh, Cobblepot is like, no, I'm not going to get revenge. And then immediately tries to get revenge. <laughs> and shouts about how he stood on the, on the barricades side by side with Jim Gordon, ready to die and defend the city. And I'm like, what? Was there a penguin team up? An unlikely ally, the penguin? (laughs) What happened? I I love when that stuff happens. Uh, And uh, so he he takes him out to the same dock that we we just saw in the pilot episode. And uh, he's like, walk, I'm going to shoot you. And then Gordon's just like, God, you're stupid. And then jumps in the water because it's the middle of the night. And he's like, yeah, I can swim away. So. The penguin's like, yeah, and shoots at the water very poorly, and uh, yeah, and and Jim Gordon escapes. Oh, uh, you know, we've we've already, we had earlier yes, the, we we mentioned this, so I forgot this part. The uh, Selena Kyle, now a jewel thief, recreating entrapment slash uh, Ocean's Twelve by dancing her way through the uh, the lasers, and this is happening, of course, because the actress they hired is a ballerina or like an ex dancer, uh. so they're like, okay, we'll just have you. Dance do under you the go wires. Do thing. Uh, and uh, she does the cool Catwoman thing. You Just con- put the fucking lasers on the objects that you don't want stolen. Just put them on the objects. Nah, man. This way, when you get to watch the security tape back, you're like, wow, that person's really good at this. Look at that. <laughs> you're so, yeah. Uh, you're they, right. they, she does the cool claw. Uh, yeah, it's always it cool. is a very... It's it is cool. a very inefficient way to do it, but like, but like, because the, the security guards have have so much fun watching people try. They're like, <laughs> they just like spend so many nights watching people, like regular fail. people, try to ballerina their way through and fail. They're like, why would we ever change it from this? This is the best entertainment we've ever had. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, wow. And then when someone gets through, they're like, you gotta respect it. You know, honestly, game, game respect game. It's not. It's uh, not easy. It's not it's easy. Not I've easy. It's not easy. <laughs> How far do you guys think you can this, make it through this? We should try this. We gotta fill a room. Where yeah, security, the security, security guards, fucking, like, the security guards, the security guards are like the fucking people who climb the ladders at the amusement park yes. that look really easy. Like, <laughs> like I mean, you dude, watch if I was a it. security guard at this kind of place, I would have my friends over with like a case of beer and just be like, "All right, like who could get the furthest through it?" Like, yep, I yep, would yep, invite yep. you right, guys, all, and we'd just, like, try to get to the jewel in the middle of the We've room. all got 20 bucks on it. We're trying to get to the jewel. Whoever gets closest. <laughs> I genuinely want to just get a bunch of cheap laser pointers and put them in a room and see how well we do. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know what we could do instead? We could just buy, we could just buy pretty cheap 
like binary it's, motion sensors that shoot in a in a straight line. Honestly, we um, could just use butcher's twine. I guess that's also all it really is. Oh, that's fair. The problem with butcher's twine it fucks things up. The yeah. laser a, a, is, a fucks uh, things up. B, it, the novelty is not quite as yeah, good. Yeah, it's not, C, it's, you, it's, you're much more likely to get hurt. Yeah. D, there'd be more of a, I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. Yeah, I didn't touch you're right, it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> versus, versus the option where we get a bunch of laser pointers and then we fill a room with smoke so that you can see all of the laser pointing <laughs> through it. Anyway, uh, Catwoman can tell that she's being watched and then uh, rolls away. I love. I do love that they show yes. that that she <laughs> she's like. Oh, I guess I won't take this gem. But instead of her, like, I guess I'll, like, I guess I'll reverse my way through <laughs> yeah, the laser thing. To, she has to go back out that way. So we see enough of to be like, man, that's got to be silly. And then the security guards show up in the morning, and they're like, wait, so she beat somebody beat the whole thing, but they didn't take the diamond. It wasn't about. She just the cut diamond. a hole in the case like an asshole. Now we got to get a new case. <laughs> just keep you on your toes. She's proven that we need better security. We need more lasers. Catwoman makes a bunch of interesting decisions, such as showing up to the gala uh, dressed amazing to tell Bruce that she doesn't want him in his life. <laughs> he can't just leave like he did, and she doesn't want him in, in, uh, in her life. And I do love that Alfred immediately is like a catty bitch who calls, uh, calls her on that shit of just like, All right, so you came here looking real hot to tell him you don't want him to see you. Yeah, you uh, do that so move. they feel bad. Yeah, like this that's is what a move. Your like. She's doing say goodbye to these, basically. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> oh man, I never liked that bit that much. But for some reason, looking back on it, I'm laughing really it's hard. Funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> she keeps doing it in public, and Michael mm. having just like look away or whatever. That's, time. that's, that's what that's really sells it. Is how annoyed like, he gets by it very quickly. <laughs> It's like, oh, God, again. <laughs> uh, also, again, is the Joker, and I'm sorry, is the Riddler um, plotting to blow up the tower. He's kidnapped the uh, the mayor, the mayor. and he's, he's got him uh, strapped to a, or he's got a bunch of C4 strapped to him. And uh, we... <laughs> this scene is very is, funny. He is exposed because he looks in at the gala while clearly wearing the jacket the Riddler wears. <laughs> Green question mark cover jacket. And Catwoman looks over and goes, Nigma? And then asks somebody, asks uh, Barbara Keen for help, at which point they go and beat up the Riddler. After they're like, didn't you do this already? Apparently yeah. he's, he's strapped the mayor full of C4 before. Yeah, and he's embarrassed by the fact that he's done it before, and then the mayor comes running out just like, he did it again! <laughs> Help! I need help! He's done it again! And, uh, the earlier, perfect casting for it's that. It's so good! It's so thing. good! I wish the rest of the show matched his energy. Of just. Of Richard Kind is screaming about how once. And he's, I was very excited when I saw Richard Kind. It's like, it's yes, this, yes, yes, this is the this, guy. It's this interesting calm panic. Of like, he knows he's safe, but he's clearly annoyed by all of it and panicked. He's like, he's like, I'm so used to this. And, and you can tell that he's used to it. And he's, he's just like, like, not happy. I'm just going to keep it. being mayor. But yeah, so they, uh, he's like, wait, we found some criminals. Because, uh, you know, he, he has his encounter with Batman because they find some criminals with a bunch of empty C4 cases. And their bodies are actually rigged with explosives, but they don't know it. But Batman, Batman knows. And he's like, don't touch the bodies. <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay. 
And then uh, they learned that, oh, they, if we had done that, we would have died. So he, um, he's like, wait, there was more C4. And then Nygma's like, I only had the one amount. Wait, there was another person? It wasn't the penguin? I thought this was the penguin that did this. And they're like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Cobblepot. Because he was, you know, when, uh, when he threatened Gordon, Gordon was like, oh, we know everything that's going on. And he's like, I don't know at all what you are talking about. A lot of master plans at work, and most of them are pretty dumb. So uh, they, uh, they find a bomb hidden in the table, and it's sure. got a gyroscope. So, like, I felt no tension at all, because I know, yeah. like, all of the characters that are in there, I'm like, yeah, no, Lucius Fox should be able to disassemble a bomb, and Leslie Tompkins is, like, a doctor, and then she's like, I've got For- surgeon hands. Furthermore, like, yeah. they're in the movies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they're not get- the bomb's not going to blow up. They're yeah. in the movies. Yeah. And, uh, is this show just a uh, higher stakes and more theatrical justified? How dare you? <laughs> Everyone is a, thinks they're a mastermind, but is stupid and easily yeah. foiled. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. We, we. This is the yeah. So the bomb gets diffused, and Gordon realizes that it is Jeremiah Valeska that is behind it all. And he says this to Harvey. He's like, "Why'd you say his name?" And then shoots like a guard, and then pulls. Like, reveals that the guard was wearing a wire because the guy's been pretending to be brain dead for ten years, but now that he said it, his cover's blown, and I'm like, okay. This is stupid, but in a way where I'm like, hell yeah, okay. I I didn't get... How does this work exactly? I don't know. The microphone thing. Am I saying his name blow... Well, because it's he was pretending to be brain dead. So yes. by saying the name, they're like, "Oh, we realize he's not actually brain dead." So he everything. So that that's he's been, why he's yeah. Yeah. So right. everything that he's because he's like, "It's this." How did he do it? And he's like, "Oh, now his cover's been blown." You know. So you're like, "Okay, he's the guy all along. He's just been pretending to be brain dead." So you know, by yeah, by saying it, it makes it known that he knows that. They, I don't know. It's very stupid, but in a way where I'm like, "Yeah, okay." They go to arrest him uh but instead what happens is well first uh the riddler and penguin are captured by you know batman uh and lucius and alfred stand outside and look up at their bodies strewn up to a uh a, a lamppost and are just like well i mean we're here to support him as he works through this weird stuff <laughs> <laughs> penguin and riddler in this have big uh bulk and skull from power rangers energy Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And just like Balkan Skull, you're like, these two are dating, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, right down to the, the way they're just like, oh, it's so good to see you. Go, old friend. Um, yeah, big, big. Uh, at, at least they're just, at the very least, they're those. Um, Platonic the, life partner. Well, I was going to say the flyers for those two strong dudes who just like to hang out, if you remember that thing. Just two dudes, nothing weird about it. No, I don't. I'll, I'll try and dig up that image at some point. Um, but. While they go rush to arrest not the Joker, he kidnaps, uh, you know, uh, uh, Barbara Gordon, the daughter of Jim Gordon. And there's the nurse who, like, comes in and just like, our cover's been blown. So it's like, okay, so this is Harley Quinn. Some nurse. Uh, but then he, like, grabs the nurse by the face and looks like he's going to attack her. So I was like, okay, I guess it's not Harley Quinn. But then when we cut to the club, she's done up like it's Harley Quinn. So also, like, okay. she talks like Harley Quinn. Yeah, and, and the she's got that sort of like baby voice. Yeah, and... so I was like, okay, I guess this is Harley Quinn. But then in the scuffle, she gets shot, and this person dies. So, and then well, she gets shot, and uh, you're like, okay, so I guess she is a Harley Quinn. And the Joker's like, 
I could never replace you. Wait, there are many fish in the sea. And then shoots her, and I was like, okay, cool. Much like who Joker she, in this show. Who is show. she billed at, as? I don't have that. If it's Harleen Quinzel, then obviously I don't that think it is. Way, but I feel like it's, yeah. It's yeah. just another person who's like, this is sort of like Harley. Yeah. It isn't quite exactly Harley. Yeah, just like how they're like, this isn't quite the Joker, but it's extremely the Joker. They, he literally takes the kid to an ace chemical plant and then holds her above while he has Jim Gordon try and save the day. And he's wearing a purple coat. And, and he's wearing a purple yeah. coat, and he's doing a bad impersonation of Heath Ledger as the Joker. And you're just like, guys. It is guys, painful to watch, man. This is disrespectful, man. It really is. It is genuinely, <laughs> like, I was, like, I was actively, like, this feels insulting to a dead man. Yeah. <laughs> a cool dead guy. Like, it's only been seven years, my guys. Come on. It's been seven years, and that that role won an Oscar... Or no, no, it's been uh, not seven. That was the last one of those. So it's been eleven years. Oh uh, yeah, eleven years. Can you imagine strategy. the fucking yeah. balls to think that you can just do an impression of an Oscar-winning <sighs> performance on some fucking like mid-budget TV show? Yeah, that's why play? every joker, every Joker and Turp has to be done a little differently. And this one, like the, they did stuff different the character, but the it the is portrayal is just yeah. It is so wild that it goes. The Joker has been in five, appeared in five films. Her name is Echo. Ah, Echo. sure. But um, uh, five films. The, f- the first one, or well, the, the first one you know is the '66. That doesn't matter uh, for this 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 point. The f- the next time the Joker appears is played by an Oscar winner. The time after that, the Joker appears, a person wins an Oscar for it. The time after that, he's played by an Oscar winner. And the time after that, in a the famously person that plays bad him, way. yeah, but still, but the person that plays him wins an Oscar. He's the yeah. only fictional character that has received where someone has portrayed him and received two Oscars. Like different people have received it. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid, and I hate it. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, Batman shows up and uh, throws him a batarang through his hand, and uh, the Joker like laughs and says "you," and then uh, Batman throws a batarang and it hits him in the head. And I don't know if the Joker dies. I think he fucking killed him. I think that <laughs> I think famous famous guy that doesn't kill people, Batman, straight up just I think he killed the that Joker. Guy. <laughs> I mean, we need to stop acting like children, and we need to admit that Batman kills people. But. That's right. Yes. Yes, thank you, <laughs> It, did, it uh, did seem like he threw a batarang straight into that dude's head. Which, yeah. like, what the hell? Really, <laughs> that was another really, of those shocking really violence. Felt like that also, just, died. like, getting killed by a batarang is so embarrassing. Oh, absolutely. Like, of all the Batman weapons. <laughs> of, that, of all the ways to go. His fucking yeah, want to be run over by the Batmobile. His branded cool. shurikens are low on the list of ways that I would like to go. Gordon's like, well, I guess I won't retire, and we're all like, we know. Yeah, duh. Uh, there was no stakes in any of this, so cool. Thanks for at yeah, least and acknowledging it. They pull out the sh- they pull out the searchlight that they put on top of the police department sometime in the past. Which also, why was there the bat signal? I don't understand that <laughs> That at made all. no sense at all. Like, we need a searchlight to look at the sky. Because I like to look at it. It means there's crime. Looks cool. We like to sit up up there and drink whiskey and reminisce it's while the searchlight goes. Fuck, do I want to put a searchlight on something now? When you say it like that, it sounds great. Uh, and Bruce goes to talk to Selena and is like, I'm sorry I left. She's like, I can't even turn around and I look like at you. I like that he's doing the bail Batman voice, yeah. yeah. He's like, I can't even turn around and look at you. And he's like, that's great. It's easier on the budget if we don't do it like that. We're just going <laughs> to put like a mannequin behind you and ADR in my voice. This shit sucks. 
and uh, you know Cobblepot, you know uh, the Riddler and and um, the uh, the Penguin escape from the the police van and they're like we got to get revenge on that vigilante and then they look up and they see Batman jumping from building to building and they're like maybe tomorrow which is yeah real skull and bash bulk and skull bulk and skull sorry but yeah well they stand up there with the searchlight you know they see they see Batman and they're like who's that and you're like come on come on <laughs> come on just say it and they're like a friend and you're like oh my god this yeah the, uh, the pointy head guy. They just point. They point at him. Yeah, and then then it zooms in, and we see finally for the first and only time in the show, Batman in the full costume, and um, it's fine. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? And it's very silly. It's all around just so silly. It should have been. It should have been the Clooney Batman costume with the nipples. Nipples. Oh. It's so silly. Uh, I can't wait to not watch more of. Gotham, but will read the TV tropes and learn about what they do to put like I don't know Bane in this show years before there's a Batman that's still. I don't know. Bat- yeah, the video yeah. Clayface in the show that one's Who hard could to say? Do. Probably not, but maybe maybe there is a man made out of clay who has the ability to turn into other people. <laughs> so that was Gotham. Uh, uh, there's so much overacting on this. They should have called it Got Ham. Damn. Got <laughs> Fucking <laughs> fucking toasted. That's it. Boom. That's Gotham. Mm, that's, that's Gotham in a nutshell. Yeah. Dull fucking city, man. Screw I the had, fucking epilogue. I had fun. It was entertaining. I had fun for this podcast. Uh, the, yeah, the finale was the moment where I was like, now we're cooking with gas. People getting strapped to C4, running around. Then you're like, right, yes, this is the end. The part where it's getting entertaining is the part where it gets to the things that happen in Batman cartoons and things like that. Yeah. But you weren't able to cross an explosion off on Bingo. There was just almost an explosion. Hilarious. Yeah. No destruction of the main set. No, no one no, was born. No one had a funeral. They did the callback. They were like, remember in episode one yeah, where there you could callbacks. have shot me? Yeah. There was that. There was a line uh, repeated verbatim about, you know, a light in the darkness or whatever. Um, but yeah, I honestly thought we would get the inversion of destruction of the main set. I thought we might get the construction of the Batcave. But yeah. No, we just get one shot. Time skip, etc. Yeah. So that was Gotham. (laughs) Sorry, Alex just responded to me saying no one was born by texting me. You could argue Batman was born. (laughs) (laughs) You could argue, you're right. You could argue Batman was born. Got us there. Uh, But that was Gotham. Our one and only live listener to the podcast. Next next week, we have a Matthiani pick. And I... I get wind of what this pick is, and I'm very excited. If it still is that choice, it if is. If not, yeah. well, Matt, you want to tell us what we got next week? Yeah. Uh, so we did. We did something pretty close to Ian's heart this week. We're doing for once. My pick is something that's actually pretty close to my heart next week, and we are watching the show Dark Shadows. Oh, wow! Our first soap. Uh, what is this? And Stephen Sounds has like answered <laughs> the question I was just about to ask. Stephen, I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Tell me everything you think you know about Dark Shadows starting now. Well, Travis just said our first soap, so I think it might be a soap opera. Uh, it seems like it's probably... If I had to guess, I'd say it's tangentially related to Vampire Diaries. So it's probably about vampires uh, and the shadows they cast on the world. Um, I'd say it probably stars a young, uh, you know, um, time. 
<laughs> we'll be back next week to talk about the vampire soap opera Dark Shadows. Congrats, yeah, Stephen, for getting that part. <laughs> As always, thanks to our producer, Matt Iciani. Thanks to you, our listeners. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, all of that nonsense. We'll be back next week to talk about Dark Shadow, and I might even watch the bad Dark Shadow movie in, in addition to all of this. Stephen, as always, bring us home. You're a cynic. A slovenly, lackadaisical cynic. cynic.